The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And good morning and welcome to Your Life, Your Money. I'm Chris Creston, joined as always by Calvin, the money guy. You can always reach out to him at askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you can call him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. We're doing this show live here Sunday, October 25th. I almost said April. <laughs> I, I, I know no one heard me say it, but in my head, I almost said April. And I think that sort of shows, Kelvin, what kind of year it's been. You know, yeah. Before the show, we were just talking off the air about how it feels like it's been, on one hand, 100 years since right. we were together in the studio. But also, it feels like March was yesterday, or at least a month ago. Kelvin, how are you doing today? Good, good, good. Everything's good. You keeping well? Good, yeah, yeah. Every everyone is uh, good here. Still uh, doing the shows from home, and uh, we're happy for everyone out there who's listening, either from their home or from their car, or maybe you're, you you got to work this morning. We're also going to replay this show on Saturday as well, so you can tune back in to hear this if you missed anything or want to replay it for a loved one or a spouse. Also, it's the podcast of the show is always available online after the show is on, so you can check that out as well. So you can uh, go back if you miss something or want to go back to uh, really understand something because, uh, you know, we, we deal with some serious issues here, some money issues. Well, uh, you know, stuff that I think a lot of people aren't quite sure about themselves or they think they know about, but they really don't have the background on it and that's why it's important to tap into kelvin's big money brain and uh kelvin's been doing this for a long time and he's been uh recognized for it named one of the top financial advisors in the country so you know, without further ado we'll get into the topic a little bit today kelvin and you know we we heard the promo uh just before we came on the air we're going to be talking mm -hmm. about the cpp and uh when is the best time to take it you know what works for different people obviously there's no cookie cutter one size fits all plan for people but there's some good advice that I think that uh, people can take from the conversation that we're going to have today. Now, speaking as a guy who's relatively young, and as I say that, the relatively part becomes a little bit more <laughs> italicized. But uh, I, I'm in my mid-30s, and I've been told by you know, teachers and parents and stuff that, hey, you probably not going to want to count on that CPP because it mm -hmm. may not be there in the future. Is, is there any truth to that? Well, I couldn't tell you 100%, but when I run through the numbers, you decide. How's that? Great. So, That's all that yeah. matters. This has been Your Life, Your Money. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> no, no, there's more show. <laughs> so the CPP was started in, uh, in when do you think it was started? Any I idea? can't imagine. W would it have been sometime mid-century, sometime in the, after the Second World War? Is that, uh, yeah, that's am I aiming common. anywhere near there? No, that's the common answer after the war, after World War II. Well, it was started mm -hmm. in January 1st, 1966. Wow. Yeah, so it's only been around 54 years. And the reason they started it was uh, to give Canadians in poverty to give them some money when they retire. 
so they you know we don't leave in dire straits. So that's what it started as of June 2020 this year. There's 434 billion dollars in the CPP, billion, and the average return over a 10-year period is about 10.7 percent. So that means, remember, I say every. So that means every seven years, that money will double if it just stays there. And the five-year return is 8.9%. So to answer your question, will it be around when somebody like you get there? Yeah, absolutely. Good. So right now, 2006 government statistics says that uh, right now there's five Canadians aged 15 to 64 for each one person that's 65 years or older. By 2020, by 2056, there'll be 2.2 for everyone over 65. So there might be some challenges, but they, but it will be there for all of us. Remember, it's a contributory thing. And within the pensions, they're making some changes, meaning that um, they're going from conventional energy investments into the new world, you know, like the um, renewable energy and stuff. So they, they know there's a future change coming so they're making the changes also so yeah it's going to be around uh, forever interestingly enough uh, women retire with less pension than men and, and I guess that's because yeah, a long time ago maybe uh, women women's pay wasn't equal to guys or maybe they stayed home or so I don't know for some reason they say that's so something but I, historically and also probably right now they're contributing less and thus because it's contributory women are making less in retirement than men are right um, another thing about our CPP is we're ranked number nine in the world so we're ranked as a B and interestingly enough the US is ranked C really so, yeah so countries like Denmark Ireland you know uh, Netherlands, they're ranked um, A, I guess because they're smaller countries. Um, but yeah, so we're we're doing well. We're we're fine. Guys like you shouldn't worry about it. You'll be well. It's one of those things that I think a lot of people don't think about until they really need it, or they look at it when there's a deduction from their paycheck and they think, "Well, I wish I had that now." And yeah, yeah. there's a lot of so so for a lot of people, it's something that's completely sort of out of sight, out of mind, and then they plan right. on it or they don't plan on it, and it comes up and they're thinking they're approaching retirement, and they're thinking okay, how do I take this? How do I finally start taking advantage of this mm -hmm. money? And, you know, when as 60 is approaching, they start to think, well, should I start taking this now? Is this something that I, can I take it early? Is there any benefit to taking it late? And that's what we're going to be talking about here. And, and how I thought about this was actually lately, the last, I would say the last few months, I have lots of clients inquiring, you know, should I retire next year? And one of the questions is that we got to know is if you have an existing pension, like a teacher or a nurse or whatever, have a government pension. And we need to know what your CPP amount is. We already know what the old age will be when you're 65 is $613 on the average. And the CPP, we don't know because it depends on a, on a bunch of factors. So anyone that's listening, I would encourage you if you're thinking of not even retiring, Go on to, us, to Service Canada and get an account set up. And in there, we'll tell you how much CPP you'll get when you're 60, you know, 65, 70, if you left it alone. 
And it also gives you interesting things like like how much room you have in your RSP, your TFSA, and so on. So it's a good idea one day when you have like to do sign on there and so you can get that information. And I think a lot of people, you know, one of the things that they like about work, and it's surprising because so many people don't like work, but one of the things that they do like is the social aspect. And if you're getting older and you're thinking, I'm going to be working at home using this technology to connect mm-hmm. with people, but not actually physically be there anymore, I'm losing the parts of this job that I like. And you're starting to think about retirement a little bit more. Right. So if you're thinking about maybe early retirement is something for me, is an option for me. I don't necessarily have the money saved. Do I have enough CPP to make that mm. work for me? Right. So to collect the CPP, you pretty much have to work in Canada since you're 18 to 65, uh, which is 47 years, but if you, but if you work 83% of that time, up to 47 years, which is about 39 years, you pretty much get uh, almost the the, uh, the maximum, which is about 11.75 today. It goes up with inflation, right? Um, but that's pretty much what it is today. So the question is, um, do I retire now and take it when I'm 60, or do I leave it till I'm 65, or like in between? Or do I leave it till I'm 70? What do I do? So a lot of things you have to ask yourself, like I said, do I have a pension coming in, a government pension or a company pension? Um, and do I have that? So if I take it at 60, many people that take it at 60 usually have health issues um, or they got laid off. Um, maybe so they're retiring have, not yeah. by their choice. Right. And maybe they have, uh, maybe their family history is not longevity, mm-hmm. you know? So some of those things come into play when you make this decision. Those are emotional decisions. Um, if you take your CPP when you're 60 versus 65, you get about uh, 36% less than if you take it. So that's a number that you have to, that you got to sit down with your advisor and work out, can I do it now? Um, and there's various scenarios that you could take it if you wish, even though you you haven't retired yet or didn't wish to retire. And I'll go through some of that later. Um, if you don't have advisor, like I always say, give me a call. But I think the first place you go is to your advisor and you know go through all this stuff with them, the numbers. And the numbers really will tell you should you pull the trigger and take it. Um, and you can still work. I mean, if you take your CPP, you can still continue to work. You still have to contribute to it. So you're, you know, you're, it's an emotional decision, I think. So some people that take the CPP uh, over the, when they were younger, save money quite a bit in their RSPs, whatever, and they've accumulated quite a lot. So now they say to themselves, you know what, I'm going to take some of my uh, CPP out and maybe retire and fund my retirement from my RSP and my CPP and move on. So... Those are the people that that want to take it when they're 60. Um, and I'll run through later if you took it when you're 60 versus leaving it to your 65 and leaving it to your 70 and show you what happens, you know, if you live to 90, what happens. So maybe after the break, we'll talk about when you're 65, what should you do? 
Yeah, we'll get into that, get into the differences in what you're going to be making a month from that CPP based on when you take it out and uh, get into more details on that. If you've got any questions and you want to call us up live on the air, don't forget you always can. It's 416-870-6400. That's 416-870-6400. And you can give Kelvin, the money guy, a call live on the air. When we come back, I'll also throw out the number where you can reach him on his cell phone. But don't forget, you can always visit his website. That's askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And 416-870-6400 to ask a question live on the air here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And it is 921 here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. You can always reach Kelvin at his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And you can call him anytime on his cell, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan, and you know when we're talking about planning and talking about uh, retirement, CPP is a huge part of that. And we've been talking about the benefits of maybe taking it early versus taking it late. And you know people don't often talk about their money with uh, friends or family. Yeah. It's something that really it's a topic that is kind of secretive in a lot of ways. A because people uh, don't really know that much about all these programs and they right. i think people feel embarrassed to to talk about how little they know um but also i think that no one wants to be judged for the decision they make so if you're taking your cpp at 60 you think it's the right plan for you it right. probably is if you've talked about it with your advisor but then you're worried hey your cousin's gonna say well why <laughs> would you take it then you should wait until you're 75 like me and well there's a lot of benefits to both now one thing that i've heard about kelvin is people who take it at 60 but then continue to work what's the the benefit there when you're you know contributing still taking a paycheck and taking that CPP. And is that counted as income for taxes? Sorry, I just threw a lot at you there. Yeah, no, no, actually, you're absolutely right. It's income. Um, It's taken as income. So before you decide to take it, you have to say at 60, you have to say to yourself, okay, if I'm going to take it and spend it, like, you know, buy a TV or whatever, I don't know, then the answer is no, don't take it. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't need it, you're going to, it's going to add to your income. The average CPP at 60 is about uh, 600 bucks. So that's, uh, you know, that's about seven, $8,000 um, that's going to add on to your income. And if that throws it into the next tax bracket, then you've defeated the whole purpose of what you're doing. Right. Now, however, if you have room in your RSP, right, then, you, then yes, maybe you want to take the CPP, and put it in your RSP and get a tax break. And if you're in a 40% tax bracket, now you're getting now you're getting, you know, 40% of your money back. And if you invest it and you get a five six percent return, you're further ahead. 
And and last uh, 2015 is the last data that we have from the federal government, right? For people that are collecting CDB. So there was 300 in 2015. There was 312 Canadian, 312,000 Canadians began taking their CPP. And out of those 312,000, 127,000 did so right at 860. Uh, 93,000 of those people waited till they were 65. And only 5,000 waited till they were 70. So it just goes to show that a lot of people are taking it at, uh, at when they're 60. The question that be is- a question what, of longevity? You know, so- people are holding on waiting to take it at 75 and some of them don't make it. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's what it is, you know, um, that, you know, that's the one thing that we can't really, that we can't know about is when are we going to die? Right. So I think, uh, I think if you're taking it at 60, you should take that money and put it into an RSP, get a tax break and let your money work for you. So here's something interesting that, that just to get, away from topic a tiny bit. Um, so I took an actual client and his CPT would be 567 when he's 60, six, at 65, $866, and at 70, $1,175, the max. So I said to myself, okay, we were at, he was asking me the question, so I said, well, we know he's in a 40% tax bracket, so if we took the money, and put it away into an RSP, like I say. So at the end of the year, that's $6,800 plus a 40% tax bracket. It's about $2,700 he'll get back. So it's about $9,500. If we took the $9,500, invested it for five years, and got a 6% return, um, he would have, when he's 65, he would have $55,000 in his hand. The person that waited till they're sixty, if he waited till he was sixty-five, he would get eight sixty-six. So it's a shortfall of two ninety-nine. So what I did was I said, okay, when he's sixty-five, the guy that's sixty to get eight sixty-six needs another two hundred ninety-nine dollars. And then, so I figured if they're both sixty-five now, they're both getting the same amount, right? When they're ninety, they die. So when they're ninety and they die, the person when he the guy when he took it when he was 567 ended up when he both died at 90 had $11,000 more in his hands. Wow. So taking the CPP at 60, if you're going to do it, make sure you have room in your RSP to put it in and let the money grow for you. If you're going to spend it, don't take it. Right. So it's got to be part of a broader strategy and not just, Hey, you know what? I, I could use the, the extra cash every month and, I, I'd, I'd like it so that I can you know, spoil the grandkids, or I'd like it yeah. so I could yeah. you know, buy that, buy that TV, or buy the my the the car that I want, so that I can uh, look flashy in my last few years going to work, or whatever it happens to be. Exactly. So, you know, it's funny. You know, nothing in the financial planning world is cut and dry. It all depends on you as the individual. What's your risk tolerance? How much money you have in your RSPs and your TFSAs, your network? There's so many things that you need to know um, when you make these decisions. I think a long time ago it was easy. Wait till you're 65 and move on. Now I think with a lot of 
you know, over the last 20 years with a lot of people planning, the different options now. So who takes their CPP at 65? Well, we know about 97,000 people out of 320,000 people take their CPP. When you take your CPP at 65, uh, you also, also at age 65 is actually a, uh, a trigger moment where you can get your old age. Um, right. The, ab- the average Canadian at age 65 gets about nine, about 800, about 900 bucks every month. Um, and then the old age kicks in, and that's $613. So it's a fair chunk to know when you add both of it up. And maybe that's the time that you might want to um, to retire or maybe, you know, work part-time. And if you're getting that OAS at the same time as CPP, is that a tax issue as well? Or is that something else you have to consider? Is the, the taxes are a constantly looming cloud over everything we talk about here. Yeah. And, you know, any, any uh, pension, be it CPP, old age, you know, teacher's pension, who, any pension, company pension, it's all income, and you're all and you're taxed at that level. Sometimes some people retire, and they're in pretty much the same tax bracket than they are when they were working. So that's where the strategies come in about RSPs and so on and so forth. If you're if you're listening and you're 55, right around that age, and you're seriously thinking about retiring when you're 60, 61. You know, do the math and see. Maybe you don't want to contribute, So, depending on the room in your RSP. That's why the Service Canada site is so helpful when you make this decision because you'll know the real. Remember I always say people lie, but numbers don't lie. So you got to know the numbers before you make the decision. So maybe you might not want to contribute a lot to your RSP and save the room so that you can take the pension, dump it in there, and move on uh, down the road and live a great life. The COVID has really changed a lot of things for people. I see with my own clients, you know, people are thinking, man, I don't want to work as much anymore. Do I have enough that I can retire? And interestingly enough, most Canadians, when BMO did their survey, found that people want about $4,000 coming in when they retire. So when you look at your CPP and you look at your old age, each spouse will get about 1100 bucks, give or maybe a bit more, give or take, right? So that's $22, $2,300 coming in. So your shortfall is about two grand. So it's not a big number to get to, to get $2,000 a month from the time you're 65 to the time you're 90. So we really have to do some strategic planning about do we take it now or do we leave it? So a lot, of, a lot goes into making those decisions. Um, and I think from knowing what I know, my own personal opinion is most Canadians should take the CPP 62-63. That seems to be the sweet spot. That, that uh, you, you know, you don't lose out much if you left it to your 65. Right, because you've contributed enough that uh, it's working and you've got enough road ahead that you've, mm-hmm. you're still contributing and working towards that retirement, if it is at 65 or if you've decided to retire at 62, 63. Well, well think of, think of uh, widows. People are, that are listening are collecting the widow's pension. Mm-hmm. Those people um, might want to take the CPT when they're 60. Because remember, you can only get up to $1,100. It doesn't matter how much you contribute. Right. That's the, that's the maximum you're going to get. 
So if you're if you're a widow and you're getting I don't know, five hundred bucks from right from spouse passed away or whatever the number is, do the math and figure out if I'm when should I take the CPP sixty sixty one sixty two to add up to that eleven hundred dollars and then take it because there's no point waiting. In fact, you're doing yourself a disfavor if you wait. If you're single. Um, Maybe take it when you're 60, because if you die, well, guess what? There's nobody to give the pension to, so it dies. Right. So, so you might as of... well start getting it early yeah. and take advantage of it at that time. And I think that that's, that's where we get into, you know, this isn't a one-size-fits-all situation. No. And that's why you need a planner and you need to tap into the mind of someone who's been there, seen people do different things and uh, seen the result of it. And that's uh, why we ask Kelvin when we need money advice. And that's his website. Ask Kelvin is the website. And uh, that's askkelvin.ca, ask dot C-A. Kelvin, uh, sorry to cut you off. I do want to uh, take a quick break here and we'll come back. And one of the things we were just you know, talking about taking it at 60, taking it at 65. Now, some people wait until they're 70 to take it. So we'll dig into that a little bit more as the show continues here. This is your life, your money. And I should throw out the phone numbers again. If you want to reach us live on the air, 416-870-6400. If you've got a question or a comment about anything we've been talking about, maybe you've got a life experience that uh, you learn from, or maybe someone else's experience that you want to say, hey, I saw this happen, and I'm wondering why they would do it exactly this way and what the benefit is, uh, you can always ask us live here on the air, 416 416- 870-6400. And once again, I'll throw out Kelvin's cell phone number on the other side of the break as well. More about the CPP. When should you take this thing? And that's coming up here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Where it is 9.37 here on the clock on my stove here at Creston Towers. I am Chris Creston, and I'm joined, as always, by Kelvin, the money guy. We're talking about your life and your money. More specifically, we're talking about CPP and when you should take it. Kelvin's cell phone number is 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And we do have some callers on the air live who want to ask Kelvin some questions about what we've been talking about. And I promise we will get in a little bit more dig into why someone would wait until they're 70 to take the CPP and what benefits that offers them as well. But first, let's get to George in Scarborough who called in. Uh, you've got a question more pertaining to RSPs, right, George? Uh, yes, uh, that's correct. Uh, sorry, I, I sorry. First, I have a, a quick comment and then a quick question. Sure. Uh, so, a situation where you have a, a single person uh, who's been contributing to the RSP uh, during their working lives. And supposing their health is uh, is not very good, if they were to die, if they were to die suddenly, uh, you know, then they can end up paying a, a large chunk of tax in the remaining uh, RSP, yeah. and uh, and that tax rate could exceed the the tax rate they were saving at during the the, the contribution years. Yes, so that's one of the things I always talk about. RSPs are a good thing if you use it properly, 
And and that scenario you're just saying is quite common, you know. Uh, someone saved diligently and they passed away all of a sudden. And then the estate has to pay, you know, sometimes 45, 50% tax. So that's why it's important to sit down and know your situation and say maybe now is the time to start deregistering some money and pay a little bit of tax now so the estate don't pay as much down the road. It all comes, George, just to sitting down and figuring out the numbers. Right. And sorry, and, and the quick question is this one. Uh, you say you, you had a hypothetical scenario where, say, someone had um, $500,000 left in the RSP at the time of death, you know, sudden death. And you figure at a 40% tax rate, that'd be a $200,000 uh, tax bill. Yeah. And uh, you were suggesting perhaps uh, that uh, you could, uh, you know, take out a, uh, say, a term life insurance policy, uh, say for a $200,000 death benefit. Yeah. Uh, th- so the, the the question there is, um, supposing, uh, you know, that the person lived longer than they longer than they expected and the the insurance premiums uh, were to get close to or maybe perhaps exceed 200,000 uh is that a good is that is that a no a no no you would, like i say we'd have to we'd have to sit down and figure how much does the insurance policy costs you every year right and then run the numbers and see sometimes like I was telling Chris off here, you know, there's no cookie cutter answer to any of these questions. It's really something that you have to sit down and, and run the numbers. And once we run the numbers, then you make the decision and common sense will kick in and say, you know what, I'm best off to do nothing and let my estate planning. Or maybe you want to do little things like, um, you know, take some of the RSP money that you have right now and use it to pay interest on an investment loan. It's hard to explain. It's like cutting here on the radio. You, you can't. Sure. So something I encourage you to sit down with your advisor. Or, you know, it'll give me a call, and we can have a quick conversation, you know, later on in the week. But Thanks. good question, George. And, and right now is the time to do those thinking and planning. Thanks. So, Thank you very much for your help. All right. Thank you so much for calling, George. And uh, for George and anyone out there listening, the number to reach Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. You'll hear me throw that number out a few more times. Uh, but, uh, you know, interesting call from George there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we've got a bunch of calls on the line, so uh, I'm, I'll go right ahead to the next one sure. here. Cindy has uh, another question more pertaining to what we've been talking about, about when you should be taking that CPP. Thank you for uh, waiting on hold there, Cindy. Hi, good morning. Uh, um, I have thanks for calling. I have a question that um, I currently receive the company pension. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't claim CPP yet because I thought um, my I thought that I can wait until 65, but all my uh, investment is doing this uh, crisis is going down a lot. So I I'm I'm not withdrawing anything out. Um, so I don't have enough for the month monthly. Um, expenses. Right. And so, I don't know. Should I start CPP now or wait? Well, for people like yourself, you know, that um, I don't know anything about you, but if you're saying you don't have enough, uh, then yes, I would then take it at 60 because it's a godsend because then you have to worry about, um, you know, about paying your bills. So what you might want to do is maybe first thing is have a look at your your RSPs or your investments and see what they're, what they're doing. The markets have gone down, yes, um, you know, from March till now, but it's caught back up and it's surpassed where we were at the beginning of the, the year. So if you're, you to answer your question is two things. Look at your investments and see what they're generating. 
and then let's figure out um, if you have an advisor, sit down with them and figure out, you know, do I wait another year to take the pension? Do I take it at 61 instead of 60 and see what the numbers are? And if you do that exercise, it'll tell you what you should, it'll give you the answer. So give me, give me a call next week and we can we'll call your advisor and we can figure it out. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for nice- calling, Cindy. And once again, the number to reach Cindy off, or the, reach Cindy off the air. <laughs> I don't know the number to reach Cindy off the air. The, the number to reach Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. And it's interesting, like you were saying, Kelvin, it's not, there's not cut and dry. It's not something like if I, if I'm 60, I should just take it. If I'm 65, you know, this is what I'm going to get. There's so many different variables. How much RSP room? your ability to pay cover your monthly bills like cindy was talking about and uh you know everyone's got their own unique situation that they're in but there are answers for all these questions and and that's why we as advisors really have to change our or how we do things we need to listen i think more to the clients not just look at the money part of it the first thing is look at their needs and you know have a feel for them and see how they are with health and everything else and then go into the money part. So, moving along to the next caller, we've uh, got Lorraine in Oshawa giving us a call here. Thanks for giving us a ring here, Lorraine. Good morning. Hi there. Um, my question is with regards to timing of taking the uh, CPP. So, I you, you talk in years. I'm looking to see at what point does it change or when does CPP change as far as you took it at 60, 61, 62. Is it an annual thing? Is it on your birthday? How is that calculated? Yeah, so it's an it's an annual thing. So, for example, if you're 60, and this is the average Canadian, right, what they get. So if you're 60, you get $640, and it's a yearly thing. If you're 61, it's $712. If you're 62, it's $784. It's, it's, so it varies. Um, so again, the difference between age 60 and 61 is about say, uh, 70 bucks a month. So you have to figure out. If the answer is I don't need it, then leave it. The sweet spot for the CPP is around 62, 63. That's when everybody I think should take it. So, Sorry, you know what? I, I I lost Lorraine there, but uh, I don't know what happened. But thank you for for calling Lorraine. But uh, that's that's interesting because that was something mm-hmm. that I was thinking about. Does that uh, change annually, or or how, at what point and, does the the switch flip on that? And and you get and you also get a like a inflationary factor. So as inflation goes up, they raise the CPP. Now inflation is right. only about two percent, so it's not you're not going to see a big huge different but yet it keeps up with the you know, cost of living so and lorraine again, if you want to reach back out to kelvin you can give him a call at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN sorry i don't know we lost you there lorraine go on kelvin yeah so again somebody like lorraine um i think she said she was 60 i'm not sure um, we'd have to work out the 60 and 61. So she should go into the service because I couldn't tell her the number. Neither can she can figure it out. Um, go into Service Canada and they'll tell you exactly what you get. And I think, you know, from what I remember, they started mailing out uh, about about a month and a half ago your 
your Canada pension plan statement contribution. It started to come mm. out. So if you have received it, go grab it and have a look. And that's a Canada Service Canada website, so you everyone can go on there quickly, make a profile, and then get yeah. their information. It's yeah. their information. You might as well have it yeah. at your fingertips, right? I think so. Sure, of course. You know, we have one call on the line, and I know I want to get dig into more about what happens when you take CPP at seventy. So let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back. Uh, if you can hold on the line, Greg, thanks very much, and also we'll dig more into that as the show continues here. This is your life, your money here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend here on Your Life, Your Money. And uh, I'm Chris Crescent, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. The number to reach Kelvin off the air is 416-457-7526. And don't forget to visit his website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask, K-E-L-V-I-N dot C-A. And we're going to dig deep or deeper into that question of why take CPP at 70 very soon uh, before we wrap up the show here. But uh, Greg has been waiting patiently for a while, so I want to make sure that we get him on. Greg, so much uh, thanks so much for uh, giving us a call here. What's your question for Kelvin? Well, first of all, Chris, I listen to you and Kelly every day, and uh, I think you guys are great. And Thank Kelvin, you. I'm glad you guys are bringing this up. I don't listen to the station on the weekends, just during the week. But I am totally in the dark about this, so I'm so happy to talk to you. Uh, first of all, I'm turning 62 in uh, uh, March, this coming March, and I have a $35,000 loan. Uh, so I was planning on retiring at 65, which now will be 66, uh, to pay this loan off. So I guess my question is, you were saying that... Uh, you know, I would be better off investing my uh, uh, CPP now and putting it in an RRSP. And then what do I start drawing that out? I think you have to draw it out at 65. So your RRSP, you have to turn into a RIF when you're 71. So you have, you have to start taking it out then, but you can take it out anytime you want. So you have to look at the interest rate on your loan, on your mm-hmm. loan that you have and see what they're charging you, and then work backwards from there. Because if your interest rate on your loan is only, say, 3%, then you're best off not to pay it off and let your money work for you until you're 65, and then see where interest rates go. And if interest rates go up, then pay off the loan. So don't be, don't, you know, always make the decisions based on interest rates, what you're getting or what you're making. You might, and there's all kinds of other things that I need to know about you before I could tell you what to do, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, what your net worth is, you own a home, do you have another, like, call, call me off the air and we'll have a chat. And I'll give okay. you some more definite answer. Than you yeah, because I, I, I guess my question was like, should I be taking my uh, uh, CPP and paying off my loan? But again, it comes down to no. percentages. Well, what will happen is if you take the CPP and say, it's, I don't know, 500 bucks, that's going to add to your income and you're going to be taxed on it. So it might not be a wise idea. That's why I need to know some numbers about you before you could do it. It's not cut and dry. Yeah, um, and I do have a pension as well. So, uh, Kelvin, I will give you a call. Yeah, we can have a chat off here and um, you can get a better idea of what you should do. 
Okay. During the week is the uh, best time to call? Sure, call me anytime, yeah. And call me on my cell. Chris gives out my cell number, so. Yeah, yeah I've got it now. Okay. Perfect. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much for calling, Greg, and thanks for the kind words. Appreciate it. And for anyone out there who wants Kelvin's cell phone number, I'm handing it out here, 416-457-7526. Kelvin, we only have a couple minutes here, so I do want to dig into that question of if you're turning 70 or you're waiting till 70 to take your CPP, what's the benefit of that? So if you wait till you're 70, you get get rewarded. You get about 42% more or 0.7% more every month. Um, you know, if you wait, so you're rewarded, but very few people do it. And I think this is the reason why, again, when I looked at that scenario of that client, that 65 or 70, so 65, he gets 866, 870, he gets 1125. If he took it at 865, took the 866, put it away again, same scenario till he's, you know, till he's 70, um, and invested and got 6%, 40% tax return. The money works out to be about almost 87000 Now fast forward your life and he's 70. The 70-year-old guy that waited gets 1175 So this person that took it at 65 was a shortfall of $309. So if we add the 309 to, 80, to 866, he's, a, he's an equivalent of the, the guy that waited 70. They both die at 90. So the guy that waited, the person, I should say, that waited till 70, um, and the person that took it at 866, well, that person, when they both died at 90, the one who took it early at 865 had $139,000 left in his hands, in their hands, when they both died. Wow. So it's, so it's one of those things, you know, that you really need to sit down. And if you listen to all the questions that we had, there is no right or wrong answer. So what you need to do is you need to do some thinking because failing to do the thinking with the advantages and disadvantages could damage your retirement or enhance it, or worse, could affect your wallet when you retire. So I think sit down with your advisor, figure it out. If you don't have one, give me a call and figure it out. The number to call Kelvin off the air, 416-457-7526. That's 416 416- Four five seven plan. And don't forget to visit askkelvin.ca. That's ask k e l v i n dot c a. Kelvin, thanks a lot for shining some light and illuminating us on a topic that I think a lot of people don't fully understand. And I appreciate you helping us out with that. Thank you to all the callers again. If you want to reach Kelvin off the air, it's four one six four five seven seven five two six. Thanks again for another great show, Kelvin. And stay tuned to Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.